Welcome, 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 everyone. Another a week, another week. But we're talking about a week that's going to be filled with fireworks. Let me welcome you because I am the Coach T. Tate. Here with my sidekick, Jay Everett Pearsall. As you can see him smiling with those two, uh, the stars look like they faded, but that's okay. Looks like it's nighttime in the in his basement, considering the fact that he has those blue stars down there. We won't even tell the audience why you're soaking in sorrow with those stars trying to get some type of sympathy. But we're not even going to talk about because this is another edition, another edition of the Franklin D. Watkins Award Show. And as I've always stated, who knows? This could be a background that nobody knows that it's a picture. He's not there. He could be somewhere. So, Mr. J. Everett Pearson, where are you located today? Oh, I'm in the dungeon, baby. I'm back in the palace. I'm in the cowboy heaven the, where it all goes down. Here at home, I'm here in Maryland. I couldn't be anywhere else today as we have a countdown for the Watkins Award. I am right here making things happen moment by moment, getting great news and, and better better news as, as the moments go on and the time gets closer to our Watkins Award. Well, we're going to talk about a lot of great details about the Watkins Award. But as always, I like to do a disclaimer because people are going to think we crazy. The things that we talk about and then they're going to blame it on BBS radio, blame it on our advertisers and sponsors. So I want to always say the views and opinions of the Franklin D. Watkins Award show are those of yours truly, T. Tate, and of course, J. Everett Pearsall. So if you want to blame anyone, anyone for some of the things that we have the audacity to say, young men got 4.0 GPAs or higher. Uh, they five star athletes. Uh, they great community servants. They uphold the respect of not only their teammates, their team, but their families and generations and generations before them. They come from dual parent homes, single parent homes, or no parent homes. I mean, these kids don't take no for an answer. They know for a fact that they can get it done. And, you know, Mr. Pearsall and I have been talking and talking and talking, but it's all about the show. I mean, the real show. So this Saturday, March the 12th, talk to me. Mr. Pearsall, what is coming up this particular March the 12th? It will be the 30th annual Franklin D. Watkins Memorial Award weekend. The 30th year that we've done this event where we've honored the top African-American scholar athletes in this entire nation. So exciting. 30 years. Is that what you said? Three zero, three decades, 30, 30, however you want to say it. I can say it in Spanish if you like. Get out of here. That is awesome, Mr. Pearson. Absolutely awesome. Well, 
Uh, all I can tell you, you know, in the next 30 seconds or maybe 20 seconds now, we got something coming up, uh, Mr. Pearsall. So, you know, let's let that come up. Uh, let people see or get a preview of something that they may have an opportunity to see if they come to the award. And we're going to give you all the information as to where to go to get tickets, where to go to come and do some meeting and greeting and networking, because I know Mr. Pearsall is going to have a power networking group at this event. So with that said, let's talk about one of our sponsors and we'll let this uh, video come up and talk for itself. Her story. Her story. Yeah. Join us this Women's History Month as we highlight the phenomenal contributions of sheroes in the DMV. Well, they certainly are strong. They stick together, that's for sure. Four decades ago, Jan Adams was a divorced mom living on welfare. Today, she's the president and CEO of JMA Solutions, a government consulting firm based right here in D.C. With a dedication to honesty, professionalism, and hard work, it's no wonder Jan's 150-employee firm has received numerous awards and that she herself was inducted into the D.C. Hall of Fame for her outstanding contributions to the D.C. business community. Today, we pay tribute to Jan Adams. Celebrating her story, one she wrote at a time. Well, let me tell you, Miss Jan Adams will be at the event. She's one of our sponsors, has been a great sponsor for the past, what, seven years now, Mr. Pearsall? Absolutely, as long as we've been in D.C. Oh, my goodness. I mean, just an awesome lady. Uh, JMA-Solutions.com, offices in D.C., East Harbor Township, New Jersey, and Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I'm sure with Mr. Pearsall's jet-setting uh, schedule going all around the country, he's had an opportunity to stop by those offices and let his appearance be known that he supports JMA Solutions and Miss Jan Adams. I mean, just a wonderful lady who is no doubt uh, a, a, a huge supporter of the Franklin D. Watkins Award. So tell me, Mr. Pearsall, Based on your relationship with Miss Jan Adams, what do you see as her sponsorship? I mean, clearly, is she really bought into this, Mr. Pearsall? Well, Jan is, is actually, um, and, I, and I'll approach it from a couple of different perspectives. Um, in my life as an individual, she's been one of the most influential people I've met in a very, very long time. Um, she's uplifting, extremely successful but extremely humble and selfless. The combination of those characters and many people that I've met, and I've met tens of thousands of individuals uh, throughout my course in life, you just don't find that combination. It's typically the other way around, especially when one gets an opportunity to reach the level of success that she has. And you know what she has, I mean, I'll tell you that uh, if I have a graduation, for one of my kids at all levels, at high school or college. She has personally shown up and gifted them and encouraged them in ways that I cannot speak of. And so from a personal perspective, uh, her influence on my life and uh, the life of my family has been just unspeakable and, and above anything that I can put words on as an adjective. 
uh, as it relates to the organization and ways that she has uh, influenced us, she has connected us with people who have been speakers, people who have been participants, people who have been supporters financially. And, and as we have met one another in different parts of the country, uh, as well as continue to try to grow what we're doing in Washington, D.C., uh, once again, you know, there really aren't adjectives that I could put on how she has been able to help us to grow. And more importantly, the energy and, and people who understand what she's all about. And when they see her attached to what we're doing, they know what we're doing is genuine, uh, what we're doing is effective, and what we're doing is continuing to help us to do the things that we need to do as an organization. And then lastly, in Washington, D.C., um, she is legendary. And you would never know it again to meet her. Uh, but again, all of the individuals that she's helped, both from a charitable perspective, but also from a business perspective, helping them to build their businesses, helping them to take some of the challenges and some of the lessons that she learned in building her business and take those lessons and use them to propel them forward. She's not someone that's just succeeded as an individual. She's one that has succeeded, but helped so many other people to succeed and help, help so many other organizations, not just like mine, um, but many others to continue to uh, achieve their mission of uplifting youth and helping families all over the country, not just in Washington, D.C., to realize a dream and to see hope, light, and empowerment. And so she is just one special individual. And as you can tell, um, you know, there's so many more things I could say about her. I could go on and on and on. But Jan Adams really is a person that I've never met any other individual that will compare at every aspect of what she represents as an organization, as a person within the organization to her family and, and, uh, and what she's done in the community. I mean, I'm blown out of the water. Of course, she is my shero. Um, I will say that Miss Adams probably is embarrassed by all the things, the great things that you've said about her because she likes to fly under the radar. Just an extraordinary woman uh, who is very um, just, just just so nice that uh, certainly she makes you feel warm every time you see her. So thank you for and I'll speak for her, the, the kind words that you great, graciously uh, just laid all over the ears that are listening uh, today. Just a just a great woman. And I will say that, you know, if you are looking for a job in the high tech arena, because Miss Adams uh, does a lot of work with the federal government, uh, Miss Adams' website is jma dash solutions.com. Go by our website, look at the jobs that Ms. Adams has uh, and all of her offices. And just because she may not have an office in your hometown, in your city, doesn't mean that she's not doing work uh, in your city, in your state. The other thing is if you just want to hear a voice, I mean, now I'm not going to say you're going to get Ms. Adams on the phone, but you can call her D.C. office, and that's 202-465-8205. That's 46, I mean, 202-465-8205. 
And Miss Adams' office is located at 600 Merlin Avenue, Southwest Washington, D.C. So I'm talking about D.C. because right now we're going to move into the Watkins Award that's coming up, the 30th edition, 30 years, Mr. Pearsall, that you're talking about this Watkins Award has been bestowed on the top African-American high school scholar athlete in the United States. That's a lot of words packed up into one. And certainly I wouldn't try to repeat that two times. Uh, Nonetheless, I am just amazed at some of these young men. Oh, let me restate that. I shouldn't say amazed at some of these young men. I am amazed at all of these young men uh, and the academic credentials that they bring to the table. Never mind the athletic ability. It's the academic credentials that they bring to the table. And Mr. Pearson, for those, you know, I've already done the disclaimer. So if you say something that's out of the ordinary, there'll be people who will be mad at us, not at the radio station. So don't worry about saying something that may be a little strange. But in the 30 years of this organization, in 30 years, have you had anyone to come through this? And it's been 133. Has anyone come through this program and not graduated with a degree? We've got one person who uh, left as a junior and I believe has about three more credits until they will get their degree, but they were drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. And so one person um, who is going to finish um, is still working on it and taking classes every off season until it's done. And I will tell you that that degree will come from Stanford University. And so, um, yeah, almost done. And I've, I recently spoke with him, which is why I'm so acute on uh, my knowledge where the journey is about to end. And he's going to be just proudly um, donning the, the Stanford cap um, after really needing about another uh, year and some change to, to be able to do that in the off season. Think about the dedication to education and to, st- to finish your football year and then go up to Stanford and, and, and take three classes every year. Um, that really just encompasses encompasses what Watkins men are all about and uh, really excited about, again, every time I talk about them, what they're going to do in the future. Well, here's another uh, statistic that I was looking at once. And, and I'm, I'm not saying that you have to uh, validate it, but maybe there might be some reason why this happens. Over 50% of these kids who graduate within their five-year eligibility window. So let's let's set the stage here for those who don't understand when I say five-year eligibility window. As an athlete, you have five years to graduate with a four-year degree. So Mr. Pierce, over 50% of your guys, just speaking of that one is okay, but over 50% of your guys, and I want you to come to it after the commercial, because I see another commercial about to come in, and really not a commercial, just an opportunity to people for, for the audience 
to know exactly who is coming to Washington, D.C. for this 2022 30th edition of the Watkins Award. But on the other side of this, 50% of these guys are leaving with two degrees. What in the world is going on, Mr. (laughs) Pearsall, with your organization? I mean, this, this is something that is happening that people are not talking about. But these young men are leaving with two degrees from the likes of Stanford's and Duke's and all the other schools that are going up, that are that these young men have gone to. And we're going to talk about some of those extraordinary stories also on the backside. So let's meet the young men who are going to be in Washington, D.C., or more so in the suburbs in Bethesda, Maryland, uh, that the audience who are listening can come to the event and they can get tickets and we're going to let them know also where they can get tickets from. So here we go. Let's talk about it. Let's see who's coming up. Hey, fans, the Watkins Award recognizes the nation's top African-American male high school scholar-athletes. The award has been presented annually since 1992 and is named for the late Franklin D. Watkins, who cared about the kids in his community and coached championship football and basketball teams in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. On March 12, 2022, in Washington, D.C., the National Alliance of African-American Athletes will recognize six premier African-American scholar-athletes with the presentation of the 30th annual Franklin D. Watkins Memorial Award. The finalists are chosen based on their unweighted grade point averages, extracurricular activities, community service, personal statements, and letters of recommendation. With us, we have the founder and executive director of the Watkins Award, Everett Pearsall, chairman of the board, Kevin Clark, board directors, David Williams, Tyrone Tate, Keon Roberts, Val Emery, and Vareva Harris. Six finalists will be recognized for the 2022 Watkins Award trophy. Not present today is Brandon Davis, Under Armour All-American from Middletown, Delaware, with a sterling 4.2 grade point average at Middletown High School. But present here today and standing with their lovely families in alphabetical order, please welcome Tyler Booker with his mother, Tashana, and his father, William, from New Haven, Connecticut. Tyler's achieved high honor roll, volunteers for Black Couples United, Community Baptist Church, and dominate the day camp, mentor at St. Luke's School and West Haven Seahawks football program, recipient of IMG Helpful Heart Award, member of the BSU, motivational speaker for Connecticut Youth, UA Next program, Mets Prep All-American, FBU All-American, and Under Armour Next All-American while maintaining a 3.0 GPA at IMG Academy. Fans, give it up for Tyler Booker. Next up, give it up for Elijah Green with his mother Leslie and father Eric from Windermere, Florida. Elijah has achieved high honor roll at all four years of high school, volunteers for Little League Baseball and mentor to many youth baseball leagues, spearheading diversity initiative in baseball, IMG Golden Glove, high school baseball preseason All-American, Prospect Wire All-American, Perfect Game All-American team, Baseball Factory All-Star, Baseball Factory All-American, Team USA 18U team, ranked the number one high school baseball player, 
prep baseball report number one player in the nation and under armor baseball all-american while maintaining a 4.1 gpa at img academy you guys are impressive give it up for elijah green Next up, give it up for Harold Perkins with his mother Bertha and Uncle Alvin from Cypress, Texas. Harold has achieved A-B honor roll for all four years of his high school. Mentor at Cypress Middle School, Houston Touchdown Club Offensive Player of the Year, first team all-district running back, first team all-district linebacker, Dave Campbell's Whataburger Super Team first team linebacker, all-state running back, first team all-district running back, first team all-district linebacker, and Under Armour next All-American while maintaining a 4.9 grade point average at Cypress Park High school give it up for Harold Perkins next up give it up for Brennan Thompson here with his mom Bonnie from Spearman Texas Brennan is a member of the National Honor Society academic all-american Spearman football homecoming king volunteer at the ARC domestic violence and sexual abuse center and chamber of commerce also volunteers for Christmas meal delivery and Big Brothers Big Sisters, silver 100-meter state champion, gold 200-meter state champion, first-team all-district defensive back, first-team all-district wide receiver, all-state all-purpose player, ranked number 11 in the state in the state of Texas, ESPN ranked 91st player in the nation, Rivals ranked 66th nationally, an Under Armour football All-American while maintaining a 4.2 grade point average at Spearman High School. Wow. Brennan Thompson. Last but not least, let's make some noise for Wesley Williams. He's with Mom Paula and Father William from Gainesville, Virginia. Wesley is a member of the National Honor Society volunteer for DECA Inclusivity Project, Buddy Club member, volunteer for Football Faith Timeout, Youth Football Mentor, First Team All-Met, Maryland All-State Team, and Regional Defensive Player of the Year while maintaining a 4.2 grade point average at Battlefield High School. Give it up for Wesley Williams! Fans, one incredible group of young men that have incredible GPAs and are involved in a myriad of community service activities that give back to their local communities. Under Armour is proud to be a major supporter of the 2022 Watkins Award Trophy presentation and program. Fans, one more time, a huge round of applause for these young men. Wow, you guys are awesome. Wow. You know, I get goosebumps every time I hear that announcement. I mean, that announcement is indicative of the potential that all African-American male athletes can achieve. I mean, it's indicative of all. And Mr. Pearsall, you know, I know you do a lot of work with these young men. And, you know, I, I want to, you know, definitely give credit where credit is due also because I've realized because this is the last show leading up to the event itself. So I know that they didn't mention, of course, 
uh, board member Ed Ransom and board uh, the Orlando chapter of the National Alliance of African-American Athletes, Coach Knight's name. So I wanted to make sure that those two, and I also wanted to, you know, make sure that Tyler Booker's correct GPA, and you can come to the event, ladies and gentlemen, and ask Tyler Booker. He has a 3.6. So I don't, I want him to get everything that he worked for, everything. So the announcer, he probably thought the zero, I mean, the six was a zero. The zero, yeah. So we want to make sure that he gets, and then Brandon Davis from Brennan. It's spelt wrong on my paper here. Okay, that's Uh, on me. That's on me. From from, uh, Middletown, uh, Delaware. You know, he has a 4.2. He's a member of the National Honor Society, high honor roll, volunteer for Parents Night Out, volunteer for Adopt a Highway, volunteer for Habitat for Humanity, volunteer for Stockings for Soldier, volunteer for Trunk or Treat, District Ooh. Offensive Player of the Year, Delaware All-State, number one player in Delaware, Match Prep Player of the Year, Gatorade Player of the Year, and Ooh. Under Armour All-American. So... Look, I want to make sure that all these young men get all the credit where credit is due. Now, here's something I want people to know as well, that there is an extensive, extensive travel plan that goes on behind the scenes because we realize that people will, you know, they want to come, but they can't come from all of these different places from around the country. So we have individual dinners and certainly part of the donations that we receive during the course of a year, during the course of this event, we use those donations to go out and do these dinners because these dinners allow us to celebrate in these communities. So that means we need your help, ladies and gentlemen. You can go by the website and you don't have to come. Maybe you might be living in some of these cities while you're listening to this event. And feel free to to email uh, Mr. Pierce or I, and we'll be more than happy to give you the information in terms of the lunches. Uh, Sometimes they turn into dinners. It just depends on the timing of the event, but it is a, uh, I mean, a a wonderful event to allow us to celebrate the athletic and academic achievements in these young men hometown. So uh, as I mentioned, you know, Tyler Booker, or that has been uh, mentioned, uh, Booker will be going to New Haven, Connecticut. Davis will be going to Middletown, Delaware, uh, Elijah uh, Green will be going to uh, Florida. So I, I know we won't be going in Brazelton, Florida. We'll be going to some other part of Florida, right, Mr. Pearsall? Correct. And so Windermere, Florida is where he is from, which is okay. right outside of Orlando, uh, about 10 or 15 minutes outside of Orlando. Okay. And we'll be going Harold Perkins in Cypress, Texas, uh, Brennan Thompson in Spearman, Texas, and Wesley Williams in Gainesville, Virginia. So you may be living in any of these individual places. Feel free to make a donation and and classify your donation. Say that it is exactly for 
someone that's in Texas exactly for someone in Connecticut, someone in Virginia, uh, Florida, uh, or of course, Delaware, uh, or in Connecticut. So we're looking for donations and you can go by the website at naaa.com. Don't let me uh, misread this because some people may say, well, he didn't say www or http. Uh, you know, I look, you can just whatever you need to put in there in order to get to the website, uh, naaa.com, and then you can go to the donation page and you can just buy a ticket. Maybe you might not show up and you just want to use the ticket as a souvenir that you get. We'll do whatever we have to do. Oh, you put a finger up. What, what's the finger for? I want to tell you that there's a surprise that I'll first announce on this show. And so as I'm looking for things and you just kind of stroke the fact that I need to let people know if you want to buy a ticket and have a souvenir, we'll be developing and distributing electronically a 30th Watkins Award anniversary NFT that you'll have. So every attendee or every person who purchases a ticket will get their own 30th anniversary NFT. That could be worth some money one day. That could be. It could be. Now, we'll talk about the value of that. Now, that's a first on me, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't even know that. I might have to buy a couple of tickets on the backside and put them in somebody else's name. So I have these NFTs because Mr. Pierce, so I can't let him get all the NFTs, but we got a, a quick commercial coming in. I see that we got 30 seconds before that. And we'll talk a little bit about those NFTs. We'll also talk a little bit about those donations, but we're really going to talk a lot about the event itself. Mr. Pearsall, and what this event is all about. So with that said, let's get on out of here for a second and let this motivational uh, commercial hit the airwaves because it, it is motivational. All right. I'm a dreamer. It all starts with a dream. Innovative circuits run the creative mind. No limits. Overriding beliefs. Jump in. Take all, uncompromised. The entrepreneur spirit is a faithful friendship towards the future. What will you be packing? Holy cow, man. When I hit, what will you be packing, Mr. Pearsaw? This is the only time that I know you won't have to pack much because you'll be, you know, traveling only just a few minutes away from your home office. Uh, nevertheless, I mean, man, that cross precision uh, commercial is some kind of motivational. That's why I got the Under Armour uh, logo behind me and it says, I will. I will be there, Mr. Pearsaw. I will be there. So, Mr. Pearsaw. Let's talk just a little. I'm not trying to get you into the technical aspect of it, but you mentioned this NFT. Can you give me 
or give us any kind of insights as to what this NFT is going to look like? Because I know it is a piece of artwork. Well, again, I just announced to you that everyone was going to get one. No one even knows this yet. We were going to announce that the actual event, but I just got overzealous and excited. I'm not going to tell our listening audience what it's going to look like, but it will be indicative of the wonderful artistry that is put together by the one Reginald Grant, who has a team of people out in Los Angeles who are fine tuning this actual NFT. It would also be symbolic of our 30th anniversary. And again, I'm not going to get into all the details because, you know, a lot of people who will be there um, outside of the folks and the the millions of listeners that will listen to our show, um, you know, they'll know, but there are people that will be showing up and they have no idea that they'll be gifted with uh, an NFT. Now, this NFT will be electronic, obviously, and it's something um, that will have value as time goes on. Uh, we're talking about three decades of the Watkins Award represented in elect- electronic image uh, that can be sold because guess what? Once they get it um, and they have it, no one else can get one. And so now that builds value and that will build something uh, that other people will covet over time. Now, I have seen and, you know, just make sure that uh, that this, well, I shouldn't say make sure, but this could be something that Reginald Grant, because Reginald Grant is like you. He's a magician. Anything could possibly happen. You can get a hard copy of that NFT. Some people do have the hard copy, but that electronic version is another story. We won't get into that part. Uh, but before I say something very interesting about that NFT, what is the the what was what was the true mission of Mr. Franklin D. Watkins, uh, Mr. Pearson? Mr. Franklin D. Watkins was one of the founding fathers for our 501c3 organization, which is the National Alliance of African-American Athletes. And so as we, meaning a group of individuals who at the time were living in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, were looking to do programs all over the city to try to help out kids, uh, we recognized that the most popular events and the events that really had more impact involved athletes. And so myself and all of the individuals, including Franklin D. Watkins, really kind of put our heads together uh, to try to come to the realization of what an organization would look like that would use the artistry, the impact, and the power of the athlete in the sports industry to change the lives of youth. Now, Mr. Watkins passed away before we were able to get everything finalized as an organization, but uh, our organization embodies everything that he's all about, which is a coach, a mentor, a counselor, a fam- family man, a God-fearing man, a great husband, a great father, and uh, all those things that we want to encourage the individuals who uh, we say are symbolic of our Watkins Award, which are the five or six individuals that we select every year that we want to honor. And so as an individual uh, who really was Uh, all about what we are about as an organization, Um, him passing away and then us getting to the point uh, a few years into our existence where we wanted to come up with such an award. uh, We felt it really, you know, best and more impactful 
to now take this individual who was all about what the Watkins Award was all about and name the award after him. Uh, certainly, we could have put some notable names that maybe maybe a little bit more legendary in the sports world behind it. Um, but we felt it more impactful to take the individual that anyone could be. And so as you wake up every day and and you go through your everyday life and you impact the individuals that might be next door to you or you coach uh, a little league baseball or football or basketball or AAU team, or you have some nephews or cousins um, that you could have an impact on. You don't have to be a legendary athlete. You don't have to be a, a person of, of, of high means from a financial perspective. You could be a guy that wakes up every day and still have an impact on thousands of lives. And then more importantly, imagine the impact that you can have if you are a five-star athlete, or if you are a professional athlete, or if you are a Hall of Fame athlete, how you can turn it up a notch and exponentially be able to impact a much higher number of individual youth who need the kind of encouragement that comes along with that. And so Franklin D. Watkins, again, um, as we built the organization, um, we named the award after him because he is the individual that we want people to know and to strive to be like, no matter how much or how well they play any given sport. And we want the communities and the families all over the country to know that that individual had an impact on us as an organization, but more importantly, should encourage them to be able to continue to do the things that they've done to impact the lives of the individuals that we honor as well. Mr. Pearson, that's a lot packed up in one. Uh, but look here, you talk about the the athleticism uh, as these individuals, certainly uh, five-star athletes. You also mentioned the community service that these individuals engage themselves in. How important is the academic part to being considered as a, a honoree for the Franklin D. Watkins Award? Well, you've heard the 4.2, the 4.2, the 4.1, the 4.0, the 3.6, the 4.9. You heard them. <laughs> How important is it? Listen to the individuals that we're honoring. These individuals have dedicated themselves, and you got to think about it. If you look at those kids and you do any research on them, you'll know that they're not only five-star but many of them, the absolute best at their position in the country. Now, how in the world can you think about the dedication that it would take to be not just the number one at your position in the nation and still have a 4.9 or a 4.2 or a 4.1 GPA? That means that when it comes time for you to make a decision and you wake up in the morning, you're putting the same amount of effort into your education as you are into your sport, which is absolutely phenomenal. And what it does for people to help them to understand is that you can do both. You don't have to do one at the sacrifice of the other. And more importantly, if you look at the lifespan of an athlete at all levels, it will be a very, very short period of your life. But obviously the other education that you receive and will be afforded to you in terms of scholarships because by and large, Watkins guys have anywhere from 40 to 85, 84 scholarships that have been offered to them. 
that education that they have and that they've taken very seriously is something that they'll have for the rest of their lives and it will carry them and it will carry them in a way that will impact not only themselves, but their families and their family's family. Well, uh, you know, you, you really packing it in today, boy. I mean, you, you on fire. So you talk about what it takes to be these premier athletes and get these grades. Well, help step us through this thing because you got guys in particular this year that are playing two sports and still pulling it off. I mean, so you got one kid, you know, that's a all-star track and all and all American football player. I mean, you got one kid that stopped playing uh, football so he could focus just on baseball. And I'm sure that some of these other kids are playing other sports, but they just didn't play at the high school level. What you say about those guys? <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing the dedication that it takes. It's amazing the fact that uh, I want to say sacrifice, but they're sacrificing uh, things that other kids are doing. If you think about the time management that comes along with being successful at every edge, uh, it, it, it is amazing when you look at it, but it's year in and year out. You see us every week bring someone on this show who represents the Watkins Award, and in their given year, they did the same things that these individuals that we're, we're honoring did this year, the same things. And so if you listen to them and you listen to the importance that they had and the emphasis that they had on education and the emphasis that they had on being competitive and being, you know, the best athlete in their house or in their school or in their state or in this nation, as well as being the best student in their house, in their sport, or in this nation. It's something that really challenges you, even as an adult, to take a look at what you do on a daily basis and what more you can do with your time, because the time that you have is something that uh, really is priceless. And, and once it's gone, it's gone. These kids have learned it at a young age, and, and these kids and, and young men uh, have really embraced the concept of, of being the best that they possibly can on the field and even better off the field. You know, I, 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 I got to share this with you, uh, Mr. Pierce. I just I got a text and I would uh, disclose the name, but I, I won't do that unless he says that I can disclose the name, but an individual who has been listening to our show on and off for the past year. I mean, you and I did our little anniversary celebration several weeks ago, uh, back in January, as a matter of fact. We actually did it in February because the anniversary was in January. Uh, nonetheless, he says that he's going to make a donation for the two dinners in Texas. He said, you know, because that's where he's originally from. I had no idea he was from Texas, but he says, I'm going to make a donation to your kids in Texas. So look, ladies and gentlemen, look here, you can pick a particular dinner or you can just spread it out. Uh, We'll take whatever you decide you want to send. There is no limit. Uh, there's no minimum or no maximum, of course. But, you know, this is for these young men. We go through this fundraising piece all the time. 
And certainly what we want uh, to do, not only for the young men in Texas, uh, Brennan Thompson and Harold Perkins, but we want to make sure that the young men in Virginia, Connecticut, uh, Delaware, and Florida get the same amount of love. I mean, they all are making humongous sacrifices. However, if it's just because you're from a particular area and you want to do it for that reason and that reason alone, hey, suit yourself. We just take donations in and maybe you can refer us uh, to someone. But Mr. Pierce, I talked about earlier some of those exceptional young men that have come through this organization who are Watkins honorees. So let's talk about one of those exceptional cases because you go near and far. You go into these little small towns, as I mentioned earlier, in Texas. Uh, you go into these little small towns in Louisiana, uh, small towns, which I can't really say you went to. Well, you did go to a small town in Georgia. You and I yeah. went to that small <laughs> town in Georgia. But let's talk about an individual uh, that's near and dear to my heart. How in the world do you find Callaway, New Jersey? You know who I'm talking about. I mean, how do you find him out of all these individuals that are on this list, but they have to follow through. You're not just choosing individuals. They have to want to be chosen because they have some things to do. Instead of talking about the things to do right now, I mean, tell us a little bit about this individual, and you know who I'm talking about. What was it that you saw in him? I'm talking about I'm talking about Dr. Dr. Monroe. That's who I'm talking about. MD. MD. Let me just tell you, and and, and I just mentioned one thing before I talked about the Dr. Rowe. Um, I remember back in, in 1998, uh, if you will, and, and that year was Ronald Curry. And uh, he was out of Hampton. He was one of the best basketball and football players in the country. And and as you know, when you compete for the Watkins Award, you have to turn in a pretty arduous and, and complete package um, which shows our collection, our selection committee who you are and why you should be considered for our award. Do you know how many people actually said to me, I can't believe you actually got him to apply for this? All the awards, he's a McDonald's All-American. He's a five-star football player. All these things. How on earth did you get him to write a thousand-word essay and, and send letters of recommendation and all that stuff? And I said, you truly don't understand the impact and the desire for these individuals to be recognized for the Watkins Award and for what they represent off the field. How do I find a Myron role? It probably marvels those same individuals on how someone of his caliber with 84 offers, full ride scholarship. Well, did you say 84? 84 Division One. Full ride scholarships. How on earth and why would this individual want to compete for the Watkins Award? And as I go up and I, and I meet his mom and dad and his, his brothers and and himself and and get a chance to see him play in a game 
uh, up there in New Jersey and and talk to them about what the Watkins Award is. And really, it's simple. As we talk about the dedication that it takes to be so impactful and so successful off the field, the Watkins Award is the only thing that gives these individuals that self, really, that self-awareness. It also gives them that celebration. And you heard the guys talk about it. It gives them that sense of what I've done off the field matters because everything that they've received, the full ride scholarships and every award that you can name, you know, all the way up to Heisman Trophy Awards and national championships and, you know, all the all-star games and the parade, all American, all that stuff really is indicative of what they've done on the field. But that same time, that same sacrifice, that same dedication that it took in order for them to achieve that 4.0 GPA and go on to medical school and to be a Rhodes Scholar and now a doctor, soon to be brain surgeon, that same type of dedication is not rewarded for by any other organization like we do it, like the National Alliance of African-American Athletes and the Watkins Award. And so it holds a very, very special place, the minds, hearts, and souls of the individuals that we've honored since 1992, again, this being our 30th. And so we don't take that lightly as an organization, but you have to understand that those individuals, once notified about what we're all about and taking a look at what we want to honor them for, they compete for this award. They want this award. They want to be recognized by this organization and they want to be treated in such a fashion that once we meet them, we could care less about how they perform physically in any sport and how well they've done in any sport. All we care about is what they've done in the community and in the classroom and with other people and how other people have been impacted by their lives. Well, you know, I, I know I have, oh my goodness. I mean, that, that guy uh, certainly has been quite uh, a a piece of work. I mean, you talk about the epitome of the Watkins Award. Uh, I will say as well, I'm kind of tickled pink that I've had a couple of dads to call back and say, hey, uh, how many months did it take uh, mine to uh, graduate as an undergraduate? Because I got my son on this fast track. I'm trying to get him, you know, he they want to break mine's record, man. They are so competitive, man. How long did it take him to finish his master's degree? I think we can we can do it. We got a chance to get this done. Um, hey, look, if peer pressure causes these individuals to want to break these kind of records, so be it. I mean, this is what the National Alliance of African-American Athletes is all about. And this is the pursuit of excellence, as we see in the Franklin D. Watkins Award. Um, I do want to give credit where credit is due to some other individuals that are helping us to get this show along and are helping us in particular with this award coming up uh, on March the 12th. Uh, that's going to be at the Bethesda Jazz and Blues Supper Club. Uh, so I want to give credit where credit is due to J.C. Lofton's professional alterations and custom tailoring at 1003 U Street, Northwest Washington, D.C. Give him a call at 
4739. This is where J. Everett Pearson goes to get his clothes all altered. He'll be there. You may see him. Heavenlybodyproducts.com. That's heavenlybodyproducts.com. They got a 10,000 square foot warehouse here in Decatur, Georgia. Their telephone number is 404-286-6700. Cooper Crixman uh, Law Firm at 1111 14 Northwest. Week 1000. Watch this. Give them a call if you need uh, you know, representation in real, uh, real estate or litigation. 202 265 4540. Look here, Mr. Pearsall, it's been a great day. Again, when is the event going to be held and where is it going to be and where can they get tickets from? You can get tickets from NAA. We'll be at the Bethesda Jazz and Blues, or Bethesda Blues and Jazz, however you want to call it. That's where the event will be this weekend on March the 12th. And we'll be there at 7 o'clock where we open the doors at 6 for our red carpet. Man, that's been a lot. Again, we thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We're here again for another edition of the Watkins Awards show. And I'm your host, yours truly, Coach T.K. Put my sidekick, Jay Everett Pearson. The two of us are going to be side by side coming this week at the uh, Marriott Marquis in Bethesda. And there'll be some other events going on, so they'll be able to go to the website. And also, last but not least, buy that shirt, that polo shirt that you got on. They will be for sale. We're out of here. Thank you again for listening. Another edition. Hey.